A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Welcome and happy Wednesday. I'm Charity C. Ecker. Happy to be with you this morning. We are officially halfway through the week, so stick with me. Hang in there. It'll be Friday before you know it. Today will be cloudy with a few flurries or snow showers possible and a high of 36. Tomorrow we have a 40% chance of snow in the morning and then clouds in the afternoon with a high of 35. On Friday, we have intervals of clouds and sunshine with a high of 33. Stu Muck, our ag meteorologist, has more weather details coming your way a little later. Coming up, we hear from Charles Walksmith of Chippewa Valley Bean on the Elk Creek project that will set aside farmland for a solar project. Farm team member Stephanie Hoff has a Stephas Group update from Ashley Hewen. Also coming up, we have a checkoff chat with the Wisconsin Beef Council. These are all things that you don't want to miss. Stick around. So I do love to entertain during the holidays, and I'll tell you what, I start my shopping at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for Judy and the crew at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Their retail location, corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitchrone Road in Fitchburg, or open 24 hours a day, seven days a week online, BavariaSausage.com. Now, I'll tell you what, if you're just into putting out dip and chips for entertainment, I understand, but boy, if you want to take it up a notch, visit with Judy and the crew at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. That charcuterie board that you're putting together will come alive with flavor. The old world flavor featured at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen in all of their meat. They've got all those aged cheeses that you want to feature, and I'll tell you what, great conversation starter and wonderful on the tongue, all the authentic old world German chocolates that are available only at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Come on, this holiday season, take it up a notch. Start shopping at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Well, just yesterday we were talking about uh, policy movement in Washington, D.C. that's uh, stemming from some issues right here in Wisconsin. Fabulous Farm Bay PM Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Uh, it's been a little contentious in uh, different parts of the state when uh, agricultural land is suddenly finding a new use when it comes to energy. It's attractive, Bob, but there are some folks that still have some issues with it. Uh, you've got a, a potential big project coming right up in your backyard. We certainly do. The Elk Creek Project uh, out in Dunn County, and it would set aside about 1,600 acres plus of uh, farmland to go into a solar project. It's being uh, put forward by Chippewa Valley Bean, the world's largest grower and processor of dark red kidney beans, the Doan family. Charles Walksmith is part of the Doan family and an official at Chippewa Valley Bean. And uh, this program that is proposed, if the Public Service Commission and others give all their approvals down the line, would be online about 2025. And he said it would make a lot of difference. And it was a long discussion with family members before they decided to work with an organization and move forward with this project that they say will be good for the soil, good for the environment, and good for the community. Well, Bob, back in 2019, there were a lot of companies out here on the Fall City Prairie in Dunn County looking for land and shopping around the idea of a solar project. 
And we were approached by a group called Galehead Development at the time. And through conversations and, and through negotiations, we came up with a deal that we feel really benefits the Doan family farms and Doan family in a lot of different ways. This project is, is going to mean great things for the Fall City Prairie. We're taking 1,600 acres of land that have been in my family for over 50 years, and we've farmed that land, and we've produced beautiful crops. But maybe we were a little hard on it. We might have cropped a little too close on our rotations. And now what we're looking at doing is putting all this acres under solar panels for 35 years with native prairie grass on it. So you want to talk about a bee population coming back? You want to talk about putting organic soil matter back into the ground? You want to talk about regenerative agriculture? Here it is. My children and my grandchildren are going to inherit some beautiful, beautiful farmland. And one of the best things about this, and a question people always ask, is what's going to happen with the panels? Well, Bob, the panels, it's part of the deal. That land gets taken back to farmland. There is no concrete. There is no asphalt. There are no poles or solar panels anymore. There's an escrow account that comes through and takes that off. We have a specific deal so our high-capacity well permits can remain active through the length of this project. So again, in 35 years, we are going to have this beautiful, productive soil coming back into creating food when the world's probably going to need it even more. But how did this conversation even get started? I, I can't imagine it was something that all of a sudden somebody brought up over Thanksgiving dinner when all the family was together. It was a long road amongst our family. And there's, you know, my 92-year-old grandfather's still alive, and he's a farmer down to the soles of his boots. And we talked about what was best for the family and generating a life for future generations that revolves around agriculture to the point that where the family members that want to stay in agriculture can rent land with the, with the money they receive from the solar option. It's a matter of securing a long-term future in sometimes a questionable place. As we look forward to this project here at, on the prairie, the benefits as far as uh, the energy that's going to go out, the uh, income regenerated to the town, to the county, it's, it's going to be significant. It is in a lot of different ways. In addition to the regenerative aspects that are going to be happening with the soil, Ted Renewables is giving $55,000 directly to the Elk Mound School District. And as you know, Bob, Agricultural land in the state of Wisconsin does not pay much for property taxes. This is just a boon. Now, will this change? What happens to the, we'll get back to our question, but what happens to the tax base on this land? Use value assessment is what we have in Wisconsin. So does this change the use value assessment? Is this land considered non-taxable anymore? What's going on? So that does not change. But, and you'll have to go to an expert on this, as I understand it, utility-scale projects for energy pay into a different scheme for the state. So, I believe that the township of Springbrook receives $400,000 per year from this project, and the Dunn County will receive around $700,000 per year. Now, if you look back at what the property taxes for ag land, thanks to Governor Thompson, who was looking out for farmers, that was not bringing much back to the community. This project brings a lot of community dollars 
for roads and other projects. And then uh, getting back to what we're talking about as far as uh, this project and the benefit to the community, to the county, and probably beyond Dunn County as far as energy generation. Well, it is. We can look at this from a macro to a micro level. Okay, there's going to be 1,600 acres of prairie grasses. We have more bees. We're going to have more biodiversity. There's going to be more animals that aren't going to be run over by combine. We have jobs. Yes, we'll lose a, maybe a job or two in the farming of this land, but this project brings two to three well-paid maintenance jobs year-round on the project. We're bringing the value back to the, the school district, like I said. And all this money for the county and the township, I don't know if you've driven on these Springbrook Township roads lately, but we need the help out here, much like the rest of the state of Wisconsin. And I would imagine a Chippewa Valley Bean, the way people are looking for help, you can find something for these people to do that have been farming with you that may work in the plant or do some other things. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not a current issue with what unemployment in Dunn County at 3.7%. Now, as, uh, as this goes along, this land, Chippewa Valley Bean, you don't have to worry about it at all. Is this something the TED Renewables will be uh, working with? Or once this is up, up and running, it's, it's pretty much uh, a push-button operation. It's going to run itself? So as I understand it, well, let me speak first from the Doan family side. All we do is observe. This is a TED Renewable project. They're in charge of taking care of that prairie grass. They're in charge of maintaining the panels and the fencing that goes around. They're in charge of making sure the setback is, proper, is, is, is a properly spaced for those people that have land bordering this project. This is done by people who know how to do it. This is not the Doan family. Guess You're not in charge. We're not in charge. And quite frankly, while I love this project, it's way above my head in many respects. As we look forward down the line, I'm sure you've heard from people saying, well, you're taking 2,500 acres or whatever the total amount is out of production, and we talk about more people in this world, we need to produce more food. I'm sure you've heard that. I have heard all that, and there are many good answers to that. When we look at how the world is changing, regardless of how you feel about climate change, weather events are getting stronger. The dries are drier, the wets, the wetter, it's more severe. And adding renewable power to our energy mix may help lessen that. And one thing we're looking at here with this acreage, Bob, is we're not building a shopping mall. We're not putting in a parking lot. We're letting this land rest so that it's more productive for future generations. Is there talk in the family and with uh, TED Renewables that 35 years, if this is such a win-win situation, it could be extended? It could be, but I'm going to tell you what, I'm a middle-aged guy. I'm probably not going to be around for the next bit of negotiation. Well, I know I'm not going to be here to do the interview after 35 years, but what is the, the possibility? Have you looked at that? Has it been on the table at all? It, it's been discussed, and when the time comes, we'll figure it out. What are, going to, what are the economic situations of that going to be? At that time, that land much be, might, might be much more valuable as cropland. So we'll see when the time comes. So here we are, the winter of 22-23. The progress and when we will start seeing some things and what has to be done now. I don't know if all the permits are in place or if the state, uh, county, whatever, has all signed off on this. Where are we at right now? 
So right now, everything's been submitted to the state level. And once that approval comes through, they can begin the project. So in discussion with TED Renewables right now, we know we can farm this through the fall of 2023. We're gonna get at least one more cropping year out. But I'm told with the way projects take and with supply chain issues right now, that we'll get to farm that through the harvest of 24. But that remains to be seen. It's an interesting project the Doan family is engaging in as uh, they have so many times over the years. But again, it's the Elk Creek Solar Project expected to be online if everything falls into place? I believe in 2025 we'll be generating power. And we'll see how it works. It's a very energetic project, as you would expect, from the Doan family and a Chippewa Valley Bean. With Charles Waxmuth, I'm Bob Bosold. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. When you need accurate insights to make informed decisions on your dairy, you need Affy Milk. With Affy Milk, you can know what's happening with your cows, when there's a problem, and when used with Affy Farm herd management software, they can even help identify what the problem is, which helps you manage it quicker. From analyzing components to finding sick cows, rely on Affy Milk solutions to help you increase performance and profitability. Learn more at affymilk.com. Sweet of Metal Roofing customers choose us because they don't want to worry about their roof anymore. There's no curling, it won't blow off, and you won't find granules in your gutters. It's one and done. It is the last roof you'll ever need. I'm Mike. And Mary Sweeta. Enjoy the long-lasting architectural strength and beauty of a Sweet of Metal Roof. S-W-I-T-A MetalRoofing.com Sweet of Metal Roofing, the last roof you'll ever need. You know when you've really made it? When you finally have your own place and you can decorate it the way you want. Your Aunt Betty used to sleep on that old couch. It's time to turn drab into fab with lazy luxury from Lazy Boy Furnishings and Decor. That chair, it belonged to the dog. Time to start styling. Lazy decorators love Lazy Boy. Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor, Madison, East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. When it comes to custom jewelry, get to know your Denny's jeweler. The way Denny's works custom is based on emotions and it's based on the clients, what they are feeling and wanting and looking for. And eventually it evolves into this piece of art. I'm Nick Denny. Come meet the entire Denny's family at Denny's Jewelers. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Welcome back on this Wednesday morning. I'm Charity Seebecker and I'm in for Farm Director Pam Youngke. And it is time now for your Compere Financial Ag Weather Update with our Ag Meteorologist Stu Muck. Stu, it looks like there's a potential chance of afternoon snow. So should people be worried about their commutes home later? Well, I think we always should be worried about the commute because you never know who else is on the road. But weather-wise, yes, weather-wise, there could be some, well, I'd have to say more likely some rain yet by 
that time this afternoon. Some sprinkly light rain possibilities existing for us. That will begin to mix with or change to some snow later tonight or into the day tomorrow. We certainly are not talking about inches of snow or a huge winter storm. Low pressure has pushed up into north-central Iowa, southern Minnesota this morning with a warm front that extends up into Wisconsin, a cool front further off to our east. Scattered areas of light snow spread through most of Minnesota. We'll call it the southern two-thirds of Minnesota. A little heavier snow from the Twin Cities up into northwest Wisconsin. Some sprinkly light rain up near Wapaka, Shano County, and into northeast Wisconsin this morning. Nothing too heavy, no major storminess around. What we expect is that low will just very slowly spin from north-central Iowa up into southern Minnesota and on into central or northeast Wisconsin as we head through today and on end of the day tomorrow as the air gets colder, wrapping around that low. There's a little more likelihood we see rain mix with and then change to snow overnight. Not that it's going to accumulate to any great measures. I think Moss and Lacrosse stand the, the chance of getting the most snow. There could be an inch or maybe two in that area as we wrap up tonight and head through the day Thursday. For everyone else, it's a whole lot of a lighter event. I'll have forecast details right after this. So I do love to entertain during the holidays, and I'll tell you what, I start my shopping at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for Judy and the crew at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Their retail location, corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitch Road Road in Fitchburg, or open 24 hours a day, seven days a week online, BavariaSausage.com. Now I'll tell you what, if you're just into putting out dip and chips for entertainment, I understand, but boy, if you want to take it up a notch, visit with Judy and the crew at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. That charcuterie board that you're putting together will come alive with flavor. The old world flavor featured at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen in all of their meat. They've got all those aged cheeses that you want to feature, and I'll tell you what, great conversation starter and wonderful on the tongue, all the authentic old world German chocolates that are available only at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Come on, this holiday season, take it up a notch. Start shopping at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual provides all lines of insurance, including commercial, farm, home, and auto. And your premiums stay right here to keep Wisconsin strong. Local agents, local underwriters, local claims adjusters. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Welcome back. It's Charity here with Egg Meteorologist Stu Muck. How about that weather forecast, Stu? All right, Charity, that Compure Financial Ag weather update is for a cloudy day on this Wednesday, and there will be some chance of rain, some sprinkly light rain possible in southern Wisconsin uh, through the day. Otherwise, by late afternoon, there could be some sprinkles, maybe a stray snowflake developing into western Wisconsin. Temps in the mid or even upper 30s with the southwest winds at 5, maybe gusting to about 10. Overnight, some very light rain could mix with or change to snow almost anywhere. There could be some small accumulation in western Wisconsin, down to about 30, maybe an upper 20 here and there. Southwest winds at 5. Cloudy skies Thursday, light snow mostly around in the low 30s for highs. Southwest winds become northwest at 5 to 10. Then there's Friday. 
mostly sunny skies. Very low 30s are in upper 20. Northwest winds at 5. Even Saturday charity, some sunshine, low 30s. That, believe it or not, is above normal for January. And sounds like we're heading to a pretty fair weekend. I'm looking forward to that. I'm very okay with that. Compier Financial Ag Weather Update. Thank you so much, Seuss. Everybody stick around for more ag news coming up. And be sure to stick around for the same time tomorrow to hear from Stu again. Stick around, everybody. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Huh, nice. Hardwood floor. Or is it? Sounds like a floor. It's not squishy. That's good. Floors aren't supposed to squish. Goes wall to wall, like good floors do. And I'm walking all over it. Usually, a dead giveaway that it's a floor. But it's not a floor. This is a mattress. Charlie Heidel's for 52 days. People like Charlie are scattered all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply nearly $400,000 in bedding, furniture, clothing, and household items to people like Charlie. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in food, shelter, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. You're worth so much more. Have you ever had the choice to accumulate wealth or go into debt? Let's play Would You Rather. Would you rather have $190,000 in total compensation or be $29,000 in debt? That's the choice between paying for a bachelor's degree that might not even land you a job or an apprenticeship with Liuna that will lead to job security, a pension, stability, and a lifetime of great wages. You're worth so much more. Go to LiunaWisconsin.org join to learn how to accumulate wealth instead Instead of debt. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. We make it easy to access the bankers you know. Bankers who listen to your goals. Then offer expert advice and solutions that simplify even the most complex financial matters. Virtually or in person, we're here when you need us. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank. Timely decisions. People you know. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Create the floors you love this season with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Oconomowoc. See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. While you spent a lot more time around your home the last couple of years, you may have noticed a few things you'd like to have spruced up. Sign up for W.E. Davies Handyman Membership, and they'll help you stay ahead of the maintenance and repairs with a professional result. Boycott putting things off. W.E. Davies & Sons Remodeling brings a fresh perspective to your building project. We're a local family business with services from handyman fixes to living space upgrades. For stunning, transformative results, visit wedaviesremodeling.com. This is the story of Daniel, who was born two months early. His lungs weren't ready. His heart wasn't ready. His parents could only hope that one day he would leave the hospital healthy, and they would all live happily ever after. 
Daniel's is just one of the more than 500,000 stories of babies born prematurely last year. You can help the March of Dimes stop premature birth and bring more babies home healthy. Learn how at marchofdimes.com. Working together for stronger, healthier babies. Because of you, someone gets to go home instead of working a double. Because of you, call lights will be answered a little bit faster. Because you are the Bright Star in that facility. Bright Star Medical Staffing is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes providing the highest quality temporary staff means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the Bright Star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. Is fatigue and lack of libido keeping you on the injured reserve list? It could be symptoms of low testosterone. After the age of 30, men begin to notice this reduction in quality of life due to natural hormonal decline. But there is something you can do about it. Carbon World Health offers custom-designed hormone replacement treatment. They'll determine if you need testosterone replacement or growth hormone therapy. Don't let low T keep you on the bench. Learn more at CarbonWorldHealth.com. Pest control? You've got a guy for that. Car repairs? You probably have a guy for that as well. For someone to custom design a unique piece of jewelry for you, or help your current pieces look sparkling fresh, that needs to be William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Affordable and local, William Thomas Custom Jewelry will help you create a desirable, one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear for years to come. William Thomas Custom Jewelry, your inspiration, your custom jeweler. Grant, speaking of unbelievable, yeah. from yeah. 4 to 8 to now 8 and 8, control your own destiny. How are we feeling about the Green Bay Packers? I'm feeling amped up, and I, again, have to tip my cap for Rowdy because he said weeks ago, if they went out, they're in the playoffs. And I, yes, I agreed with that. I just didn't think the Packers would win out. We thought that Miami was probably going to be the toughest game. And they clear that hurdle, but they cleared that hurdle in, I don't want to say a fluky way, but Tua got concussed and the Packers were able to capitalize on some interceptions. Christmas miracle. This weekend was not a fluke. Evo, they, they showed up this weekend. The defense showed up. The special team showed up. The running game showed up, ready to beat another team's ass. I mean, they, they came out, and that's why on my show yesterday, I gave Matt LeFleur a bunch of credit. I was like, he got his dudes fired up in the biggest week of the season to come out and punch a divisional rival in the face in a game they had to win. That was as impressed as I've been with the Packers in well over a year. That, that was really cool. And, yeah, I'm, I'm back in. I didn't expect to be here because I didn't expect the Packers to be able to string wins together. But my, 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 look, look where we are now. Grant, I 100% agree with you because my line of thinking was the Packers are the biggest problem for themselves. They haven't been able to get out of their own way all season. So I think the hardest thing for what we need as Packer fans to happen is Green Bay winning out. And I circled Miami as the day where I thought it would, you know, kind of all go to hell. Yep. I, I felt from that Miami day on, I think if they would have won that game, they win out and they're in. If they lose, I think they actually would have lost out because then they would have been playing for draft picks. Grant, we're in a weird yeah. spot here. Grant, Grant, yeah. Grant. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I guaranteed yeah. a Christmas miracle against the Dolphins. Grant. Yeah. When take me through the range of emotion here, because when I saw Jair Alexander gritty uh, Justin Jefferson, I immediately reverted to, oh, God, Jefferson's going to go off. Let's. Uh, yep. But what happened? One catch for 15 yards. He deleted his social media accounts. He got gritty on Vikings lose. What happened to Grant Bills when you saw Jair Alexander hit the gritty? 
Okay, so I was watching at a bar in Wisconsin Dells because our Airbnb TV was still, on the fritz, so, still, so we went somewhere. Still the Dells. And, oh, and by the way, there was a sign on the table behind us that said reserved senator party, and I thought if Ron Johnson walks into this bar at any point, this is going to be the most unbelievable weekend ever. He did not. Damn. So I, I don't know what the senator business was about. But anyways, I'm watching at a bar. Keyshawn Nixon runs it out of the end zone, and as soon as he catches the ball and starts running, I go, no. And then he houses it, and everyone at the bar is looking at me. Okay, so that's my bad. Jair Alexander gritties on Jefferson, and I think we all were like, we, we all we all did that, Evo. We all felt that way. It would be like watching uh, a player do the belt in Aaron Rodgers' face. It just and it we've seen that before. Well. And Rodgers then just do. goes unconscious. Yeah, um, but I, I don't know. I, I heard. A, I believe it was a conversation with Zach Heilprin, either you guys had or maybe Ben had on Friday. Uh, Zach makes so many great points. They all start to run together. But Zach said, you, you be around cornerbacks. They're the most confident people on earth. They are delusional. They are insane. <laughs> it's like in a, in a sports way, obviously, they're, they're nuts. And I think they feed off of plays like that. And weirdly, I think that early celebration and landing that early punch in that, in that back-and-forth rivalry, Jair and, and Justin Jefferson, I think that juiced Jair up and that affected the rest of the defense. So what seemed like this, kind of risky maybe pointless celebration i actually think played a really important role in the way the defense played on sunday fire joe barry still yes or no we had a, oh. we had a poll yesterday it was like over the 75 percent of people say yeah still fire him i just I, I don't i don't love him i don't think he's a great defensive coordinator i think we could do better i think his defense has played better in in the last couple of weeks i thought they had a great plan for jefferson other than awesome plan for jefferson but I don't know. This is what he did last year, too. The defense started playing well down the stretch. So, so maybe he's a, a second-half defensive coordinator, a late-season defensive coordinator. Longer than second Grant, half. you're going to have to refresh my NBA memory here, but I recall the Toronto Raptors were a pretty good team under Casey, and then they couldn't quite make it through and win a championship, and then they fired him, and they brought in Nurse, and then they won a championship. I feel yeah. like if they don't make a change, if they can upgrade to a better defensive coordinator, they're just being dumb. And that Raptors team also traded for Kawhi Leonard, but I, I get your point. I really like Nick Nurse. I just don't love Joe Barry. I, I, I'm not inspired by Joe Barry. That's what I'm saying. Anyone, they, I don't think they anyone is. Make a change if you if they don't yeah. win a Super Bowl this year, you have to make a change. Well. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We still okay. got we yeah, still yeah. got a game coming up here on Sunday. Two questions, Grant. We'll make it quick. Sure, sure, sure. Packers win Sunday. Lions Sunday night football prime time. Guys, they're not the Lions aren't winning this game. Come on, no. are, you, are you kidding me? Are, you, are we new here? From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Welcome back. I'm Charity Seebecker, in for Farm Director Pam Yonke. In case you missed the weather update earlier, today is going to be cloudy with a few flurries or snow showers possible and a high of 36. But now, Farm Team member Stephanie Hoff has our Wednesday update with the Steffes Group. It's Wednesday, and that means it's time to talk with our friends at Steffes Group. It's easy enough to get to them online at steffesgroup.com. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. And you can also pick up the phone and call 800 800- 726-8609. Again, that's 800-726-8609. Ashley Hewn along with us. Ashley, Happy New Year. Well, Happy New Year to you, Stephanie. So it's this point in the calendar that, you know, people often reflect on what's happened over the past 12 months. They make adjustments for the new year. Ashley, why don't you give us a little recap as to what 2022 brought to the auction scene? 
You know, 2022 is uh, very good to us as far as the Stephas Group goes. We had close to 700 auctions uh, throughout the upper Midwest. Uh, we added a facility out in Denver. We added a facility out in Williston, North Dakota. And so we're just grateful to be a growing company. And again, uh, if you go to our website, we actually posted uh, the top 10 items sold in 2022. That's a really interesting read. Um, there's just a lot of information on there. You know, you start looking at these pieces that are bringing four and $500,000. Uh, you know, we have good descriptions on them and, and it's just been a hot market this year. There's no, no way to put it elsewhere. It's just been really hot. That's on the real estate side and the equipment side. Wow. All right. Well, give us a sneak peek. What was that top item on that top 10 list? Well, we've, we've, pulled from a couple different genres. So we've got some tractors that are in there. Um, we've got a custom semi that we sold this summer that was at the Farm Progress Show in Iowa. That was a 389 Peterbilt that brought $255,000. Um, there's some construction equipment in there from a big sale uh, we did. We had a wheel loader, a John Deere 844K that brought $399,000. Uh, case combine that brought four forty one. And of course, the John Deere 9620RX sold for 574000 Yeah, these prices are high, but it's not stifling demand at all, right? Egg equipment is going gangbusters, so is land. Do you expect these trends to continue? You know, uh, starting with the land side, you know, we've seen some areas where we feel that it's starting to plateau. I think the interest rate has put a pinch on, on some of that stuff. As far as the equipment, uh, until the dealers and the manufacturers get caught up uh, with demand, I don't see uh, in 23 the equipment slowing down. So first quarter of 2023, you expect it to be just as busy and, and just as crazy? <laughs> you know, I really do. And, you know, we, we talk to a lot of farmers that are always looking to retire and trying to decide when and what's the best time. Obviously, it's what's the best time for you. But, you know, just like the last cycle, I can tell you, you're better off getting out while the getting's good instead of uh, waiting and, and going through a down market in which you probably got farther behind or you worked for free for a couple of years. And Ashley, another message that you've been giving on this program over the past couple of months is that sooner is always better than later. It sounds cliche, but you know that gives your staff time to really do their best work. Yeah, it really does. I mean, advertising is everything. And and the job that we do digitally, just trying to find and market all the way down to an individual piece, not just a whole farm auction saying, hey, we got this. No, we want to market individual pieces. And so, you know, the people that uh, plan out the farthest usually are more successful. And it's always easy to get a hold of Steffes Group by giving them a phone call at 800-726-8609. Again, that number is 800 726 8609 and they're staffed up and ready to help you. Ashley Hewn joining us from Steffes Group. They're easy enough to find online too at steffesgroup.com. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff. 
Keeping Wisconsin strong. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual provides all lines of insurance, including commercial, farm, home, and auto. And your premiums stay right here to keep Wisconsin strong. Local agents, local underwriters, local claims adjusters. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. You don't need to drive far to get the freshest fruit this year. Indian River Direct is bringing the fruit directly to you. Hand-picked, tree-ripened, direct from the grove. Taste the difference at the Citrus Truckload Sale offering Florida tangerines, ruby red grapefruit, and navel oranges. Find fresh Indian River Direct fruit in Ripon, Plymouth, and Fond du Lac on January 7th. Direct from the grove to you. Find the full tour schedule at IndianRiverDirect.com. Welcome back on this Wednesday, January 4th. I'm Charity Seebecker. Looking at the Chicago market, cash corn is trading at 669.5, down one cent. December 2023, new crop corn is trading at 604 and a quarter, down two and a half cents. Cash soybeans are trading at 1504 and a half. Up 12 and a quarter. November 2023 new crop beans are trading at 1404, up 7 cents. March 2023 cash wheat is trading at 769 and three quarters, down 5 and three quarter cents. July 2023 new crop wheat is trading at 780 and three quarters, also down 5 and three quarters. On the dairy side of things, February class 3 milk contract is trading at 1826 100 weight. That's up two cents. And March milk is trading at 1815, down 17 cents. Barrel cheese closed yesterday at 174 and a half, down 11 and a quarter cents. 40 pound block cheese closed at 199 and three quarters, down 13 and three quarters cents. And the double A butter had no change and closed at 238. Coming up, we have a checkoff chat with the Wisconsin Beef Council to kick you off on this Wednesday morning. Stick around. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. White mold and sudden death syndrome are two of the most important fungal diseases in soybean production today. But did you know 40 to 50 million acres in the north central region are affected annually? When every season has different disease challenges, the question becomes, how can you ensure the best start for your soybeans no matter what? The answer is heads up. Trusted by growers across the Midwest, Heads Up offers a new mode of action to prime your beans to help fight fungal disease. Compatible and cost-effective. For more information, visit HeadsUpST.com. Are you a non-union construction tradesperson proud of what you do? Did you know you're worth so much more than what you're bringing home today? Put the power of Lyuna Union Labor to work for you. When you join Lyuna, you get the pay you deserve plus pension and health care benefits above and beyond your compensation. That's zero deductions for pension and health care benefits with Lyuna because you're worth it. Learn more at lyunawisconsin.org slash join. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank, your local independent bank. We're the premier provider of commercial, treasury, mortgage, and private banking services. Our team blends experience with the latest technology to make banking easier. We provide the advice and solutions you need. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
Chris Collini with a dirty little secret. Growing up, we were encouraged to track mud in the house. After all, dirt has been our family business for generations. Today, we rely on more than our boots to transport our nutrient-rich soils. We have bigger trucks and better equipment if you need it delivered. Or you can simply pick it up at our awesome dirt-filled processing plant. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. Kalani Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. Pam is the name. Farm speak is the game. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Time again to visit with our friends from the Wisconsin Beef Council. Of course, you know they are involved in implementing the checkoff, the beef checkoff. And of course, dairy producers, you're very involved in that program as well. And today we want to focus in uh, not just on the great information you can find at beeftips.com or Wisconsin Beef Council on social media. Don't forget our partners also along for checkoff chat. Equity Cooperative Livestock. Remember, they've got some new opportunities in the new calendar year you want to take a look at it as far as marketing is concerned. You know, all of us working together in the beef industry, it's not just about the producers. It's also about our processors. It's about working for research, education, and promotion. Grace Link's along with us. She's the compliance officer for the Wisconsin Beef Council. Now, Grace, uh, you know, compliance is something that's, it's a big word, but in reality, it's just making sure that checkoff dollars that are contributed by farmers go in the right place. So let's start off first. Explain how Wisconsin checkoff dollars were, are going to be spent in 2023. That's a big part of your responsibility. Yes, Pam. So right now is a big time for compliance in Wisconsin. So our yearly remitters remit once a year at the end of the calendar year um, to the Wisconsin Beef Council. And in 2023, going forward, we have some exciting new opportunities. And then again, some old historical things that our checkoff dollars are going to be spent on in a variety of ways, of course, all to grow demand for beef. So some um, new programming that we have is a build your base program. So we're going to be spending some more time in getting quality beef to athletes and teaching them about all the benefits of that. And then again, with the beef in the classroom program, we had outstanding reach this past year. And then going forward, we expect that to stay strong. So getting beef in classrooms. So our next generation of consumers know how to prepare it and know the great value of it. And then continuing all of our partnerships with local TV stations across the state, our virtual cooking classes, our farm to fork tours, our social media campaigns. So all good things to come in 2023 as well. Like we said, compliance is about making sure those programs that go in place are dedicated to research, education, and promotion. And sometimes, Grace, I think that because we're America's dairy land, sometimes dairy producers disengage when they think about the beef checkoff. Explain for people how dairy producers are involved and engaged in the checkoff. Yeah, so well, we all know the main purpose of a dairy cow, producing milk, of course, Wisconsin, the dairy state. They all eventually end up in the the beef realm as well, so... Um, or in the supply chain, excuse me. So with especially with the increase of beef genetics on dairy cattle that we've been seeing over the past few years, there's a lot of dairy breed type cattle that end up in feedlots and such. And of course, we know that 20% of the total beef supply is from the dairy animal. So we do require that those dollars are paid on not only beef breed animals, but dairy breed animals as well. Now, you say required. Help people understand the checkoff is, uh, it's, it's by law. Tell them a little bit about how this all came to be, that this is law. Sure. So um, like we know, any bovine, regardless of age, sex, breed, anything, 
on the hoof or in the form of beef products is required to be remitted on. So every time that animal is sold or exchanges hands, whether that be like through sale barns or packing plants or a similar entity, the checkoff dollars on that animal is often taken out. You'll see it $1 per head on your check that you receive back in exchange for those animals. And then, like I mentioned before, this time of year, all of the private treaty transactions that happen are due back to the Wisconsin Beef Council. So, like I said, anyone that trades or buys and sells cattle is required to pay into the beef checkoff program, and that originated back with the 1890, or excuse me, 1985 Farm Bill that you know farmers and ranchers voted on through the Beef Promotion Research Act and order. So, program's been around for a while. Yeah, no surprise. And I, we're just really talking about this because sometimes producers can forget that you've got people like Grace Link that is watching the money flow. Where did it go? How many have been remitted back? And kind of, I won't say chasing those dollars, but making sure you're reaching out to the regular sources, the meat processors, the sale barns, et cetera, to collect. Now, you mentioned private treaty. I think there may be some folks out there that say, now, wait a minute, how many times... If I'm selling cattle back and forth, how many times am I paying on this? How do you all keep track of that? Anytime that an animal, like I said, exchanges hands, whether it's gifted, donated, changes entities, so it stays within the same ownership, but changes within entities, we often see that on the dairy side of things, that $1 per head is due. So except in the death occurrence of an animal, of course. If they say, nope, you don't have me. Do they have a way to exit out? Sure. The only people that are not responsible for the beef, remitting the beef checkoff, are um, those producers who are 100% certified organic. They have to submit their organic paperwork to us, and then they're not responsible or they're exempt from paying the beef checkoff. Mm-hmm. And those that qualify under the non producer status. Mm-hmm. So that'd be someone like a cattle dealer or cattle buyer. Mm-hmm. So they're owning those animals for a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Our organization, it's 10 days. So if you own an animal for less than 10 days, you're not responsible mm-hmm. for paying the beef checkoff just because we don't see the value added in those 10 days. Mm-hmm. And I know that's a question we get a lot when people talking about um, dairy calves or things like that. Those are the two parties that are totally exempt from paying the beef checkoff, and there are paperwork dealings involved there, um, just so we have record of that, because the animals are moving. Mm -hmm. Um, Otherwise, everyone is responsible for doing their part. And what about the consequences? You know, that's the other thing. If it's a law, then there might be consequences. What about that? Sure. So we do our due diligence in reaching out if we can prove or see that animals are being moved without the checkoff being remitted. And in that case, we go through multiple channels of communication, whether it be a letter, a phone call, an email, um, and we try multiple times within the state. Um, If the national checkoff staff needs to get involved or even the USDA, we go that route as well. But most of the time, producers are totally compliant, and there can be fees and such that we look at down the road, but right now we worried about local checkoff. Sure, right. And again, if you're just joining us, this is Grace Link. She is the compliance officer for the Wisconsin Beef Council. She is the one that makes sure all of your dedicated checkoff dollars are going in the right place. And like she said, at this time of the year, she's making sure to reach out to partners and bring those monies in every time an animal, like she said, changes hands through the course of that animal's life or all the way to the feedlot. Now let's talk a little bit more about how producers can get involved with the checkoff. Contributing is one thing, Grace, but sometimes I think they fall short on really understanding how they can be involved. 
our actual Wisconsin Beef Council board is a 23-member board, and all 23 of those members are appointed by different either cattle or agriculture organizations from around the state of Wisconsin. All of those either dairy or beef producers or have some tie into agriculture within the state. So we're very producer-focused in that perspective. So you can either eventually work your way up to our board that way through other state organizations. We also, if you're looking for consumer resources for your organization, um, can provide recipes, beef preparation tips, that kind of thing. And then we also, on a national level, are always looking for seats for the Cattlemen's Beef Board to be filled so you can look even farther as well. Right. And that's what people need to understand. If you're involved in animal agriculture, and like she said, any bovine, be it dairy, be it beef, there are opportunities for you to stay engaged. And I think once you really start understanding, Grace, all the things that Wisconsin's beef checkoff is engaged in, it's not just about our state, it's well beyond our borders. Absolutely. And I think the importance, you know, we talk about remitting your beef checkoff dollars Bigger picture, we're growing the market for beef. We're growing beef demand. So who doesn't love a good steak? And let's keep it going. That's right. That's right. Uh, Again, Grace Link's along with us. She's helping us better understand her duties as a compliance officer. Again, like we said, this was something that started back in 1985. It is law. It is a requirement. Uh, She is checking to see that all partners are fully engaged. Now, somebody might say, hey, wait a minute. I don't want to do this. I don't want to commit that dollar per animal. What's the deal there then, Grace? So we do our best to help them understand the beef checkoff and share with them numbers, our social media reaches that in itself is outstanding. Um, The number of kids that we reach the beef in the classroom program, over 13,000 people, and that's our future consumers. So as we know it, um, times are changing. And so we just try and help them understand all the great things that we're doing with the money that we are collecting through the beef checkoff program because it is 100% producer funded. Well, and again, we always say, if you've got questions, people like Grace Link are ready to help you no matter what. You can go to beeftips.com and see all of this information there as well as required. And also, like she said, before you pull the trigger and say, I want my money back or I don't want to be involved or you have problems with the program, really take a look at the content that's online, the research that your checkoff dollars fund when it comes to nutrition, like Grace said, focusing in on reaching those athletes, for example. There is solid science behind what's going on there. And like she said, always reaching out not only to the next generation of consumers, but those consumers that just don't know via social media, telling the story from the farmer's perspective. Stay connected with what's happening with the Wisconsin Beef Council right here at home. Research, education, and promotion. That's what it's all about with your dollars. And now you know that there is uh, responsible people behind the scenes making sure those dollars are used properly. And that is Checkoff Chats. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. This is...